Hi everyone, just want to say a massive thank you for choosing to listen to my little show called Spill It. Spill It is filmed live every Wednesday at 7pm via Facebook, YouTube and Twitch. Viewers can interact with the show by leaving comments. For more details of Spill It, head over to the Facebook hub at www.facebook.com forward slash spilling it. So however you're listening to this, make sure you sit back, relax and enjoy the show. Hello, welcome to Spill It. This is a show where I get to talk to people from all over, people from all walks of life, about pretty much anything that they want to. My name is Marcus, and I will be your host for the evening. So nice to see you all. Welcome to Spill It. As I say, we have three different principles, uh, three core values, if you will, that we run by, which is to connect, inspire, and learn. Nice and easy, right? So we want to connect the world together. We want to inspire people and we want to learn. So get those comments rolling in, guys. It's super, super important that you do that because I get to do things like this. Hiya, Scott. Scott says, yo. Scott is one of our regulars. Scott watches uh, from Wales. So nice to see you, Scott. Thank you for joining tonight. So guys, keep those comments rolling through. Announcements. Do I have any announcements? Yes, I do. So... Um, announcements. We have got some new merch that has just landed. Can't wait to share it with you. It's going to be so cool. So we have got some new merch that has just landed. And what that merch is for is for an LGBTQ plus event that's going to be happening in the new year that is all going to be about supporting people with mental health who are part of the LGBTQ plus community. Now, what that means for you guys is I have got some merch that's going to be specifically sold there and um, I am going to be releasing just a small amount, a very limited amount, a very limited amount to anybody who wants to bag themselves one of these T-shirts. So here you go. So proud of him. Here we go. So thank you so much to Mike, who appeared on the show a few weeks ago uh, with Lightning. He was the person behind these designs. So you have got... From last week's episode, the design hashtag suck that dick uh, that will be available in black and white. And you've also got hashtag everyone is gay. Now, these are, as I say, very, very limited. Um, limit, there's limited uh, availability for them. If you are wanting one of these T-shirts now on the on the uh, event, they will be 20 pounds. OK, so there'll be 20 pounds each on the event and you can get your own T-shirt now for you guys specifically for you guys, I've got a very small amount to be giving out uh, to you guys. Now, if you are wanting one of those t-shirts, all you have to do is let me know which one you'd be like, or which one you want, in which color, and we can get it printed for you and get it over to you. And I'm doing them at a reduced amount of 15 pounds. Scott's there with his laugh laughing faces. Uh, glad you find them funny, Scott. But there you go. So for you guys specifically, for a very, very small amount, I've got 10 of them. I've got 10 T-shirts to give out to people, whoever wants them, but for £15. So if you are wanting one, all you have to do is drop me an email. So don't put it on the live. Don't put it on the comments. You can do if you want to. It's up to you. But drop me an email with the T-shirt design you want and the size and the colour. So drop me an email at marcus at spillit.uk and I will get those sorted for you. Okay, nice and easy. 
<laughs> Scott, hashtag suck that dick. Yes, there you go. Right, so that's it for the announcements. Let's move on. Uh, get those comments and questions rolling in, guys, as Scott's doing right now. Those comments I will ping up and we can discuss them and we can open them. It, you know, it keeps it lighthearted, keeps it funny. Right, we have got a brilliant episode for you. It is eight, episode 18, Feeling Dantastic. And Dan joins us at 7.15pm. So if you are wanting to watch just Dan, I mean, you know, come back at 7.15pm. Or you can do me the honour and wait and watch because I'm a funny guy. I like to think I'm a funny guy. Um, you know, I'm, I'm going to try and keep you entertained for another 10 minutes and Dan will be on and, you know, all that well, it's fine. <laughs> so there you go. Yeah, so Dan joins at 7.15pm. It's going to be a good episode. I can't wait for it. Dan is a very good friend of mine as well. So yeah, it'd be really, really good. So make sure that you hit that share button. I don't say it for the good of my health. Hit the share button. The more that you share it and the more the people engage with this post, it means that Facebook then pushes it out to more and more people. So do me a favour, hit the share button, drop a comment, drop a like, all that lot. Let's share the love, guys. It's important. Let's move on to my brand new segment, Agony Funkle. So, Agony Funkle is a brand new section that I have um, where I <laughs> basically being an agony aunt for you. But I'm a fun uncle. So I am your Agony Funkle. And all you have to do is if you are wanting me to give you nice sound advice, maybe with a little bit of humour, who knows? Uh, all you have to do, and it can be a made up situation. It could be a real, a real comment. It could be a real situation that you're in and you need advice on. It could be a completely made up one like... My grandma has been abducted by aliens and now wants to take over the world. Well, I will give you that advice if I can. And the third one, uh, the third people, is if you're asking for a friend, okay? You're asking for a friend, that's fine. All you have to do, if you are wanting to, uh, if, you, if you're wanting to send me one of your things that you need advice on, all you have to do is email marcus at spillit.uk with your question or problem that you need advice with so this week's advice goes to an email that i received literally just about half an hour ago here we go i have had a problem with someone at work she's since left but is still messaging me and speaking to other members of staff behind my back causing animosity between myself and other co-workers She's younger than me and more than a little childish. She has a problem but won't come to me directly to handle it and just calls me names and tries underhand tactics. How should I best handle this situation without compromising my position at work? Thanks, Doris. Well, Doris, my advice would be she don't pay your bills, okay? So pay that bitch no mind, okay? She's not part of your life. She don't pay your bills. Fuck her. Get, get rid. It's fine. Don't worry about her. As for the, like, the talking with the co-workers and all that lot, you can't control what people think. You can never control what people think. And people will like you and people won't like you. And the thing is, is the people that actually like you and respect you, they will be the ones that will stand up for you. Or they'll just be like, Oof, whatever, this, this bitch, this bitch, this bitch <laughs> has uh, come over and wanting to, you know, she, she's coming over and she's talking shit about her and I actually quite like her. And to be fair, that's that's something that I'd be like. I'd be like, nah, hang on, hang on, nah. Hold my bag, hold my handbag. 
I'm coming for you. Uh, that's pretty much what I'd be like. Um, let's see if anybody else has given any other comments. There you go. <laughs> Agony Funkel, how do I get how do I get a sexy wedding singer to propose? Ooh, I don't know. I do have a wedding singer in the back room. At the back room, that's sounds, that sounds weird. In the green room, um, and we will we will ask him. Shall we? Uh, bring on Dan. I promised him I would be on my best behaviour and not barge into the lounge and, uh, and be typical Fran. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to bring him on now. You know, he, he has a set time. It's a quarter past Dan, I'm sh uh, Fran. I'm sure you'll be able to, uh, you know, hold, hold, hold your patience a little bit. Um, right. I'd rather Grandma take over the world versus Corbyn. Well, there you go. Hands off, Becca. He's mine. We can share. It's called a thruple. It is, actually. That's a new... Uh, that's a new thing that people are quite liking at the moment. Sorry for the sirens. The heat. It's all the heat in here. It's the heat in this room. They're, they're, they're coming for us. Uh, Leanne says, yeah, fuck them, Doris. Yeah, that's right. This bitch. This bitch gets it, right? Fuck them. They don't pay your bills. Pay them no mind. Done. That is the, that's the advice that I can give. If you've got any advice, if you've got any advice, guys, uh, for Doris... Let me know in the comments. Give Doris some advice. We'll ask Dan what Dan thinks about that as well. We'll get Dan's advice on that. I'm sure Dan will have some uh, some brilliant advice to give to Doris as well. Tell them all the way. <laughs> all the way. Um, I was having such a bad day. This live has made my way. Oh, thanks, Becca. I love it. Thank you. Oh, that's all I wanted to do, guys. All I wanted to do, just spread a little bit of positivity and some smiles and all of that lot. Actually, I can finally wear the Triforce belt. I don't understand that. I don't understand, Fran. You might have to explain that to me. Drop it in the comment. Drop me an email and let me know what you mean. <laughs> right, guys. Well, that is the end of Agony Funkle. If you've got any advice for Doris, then put it in the comments. Let us help Doris out because Doris, obviously, needs a little bit of help. Right. Moving on to our next section. It is competition, competition time, ladies and gentlemen. That's right, it's competition time. So, every single month, I do a competition where you can win Spill It merchandise. You can win things like, when I get the right side, there we go. You can win things like this, a Spill It t-shirt. You can also, also, potentially win one of our brand new t-shirt designs. Um, hashtag, everyone is gay, and hashtag, suck that dick. You can get one of those t-shirts, you can get one of these. You can get a mug, you can get basically a Spill It bit of merchandise and all you have to do is i'm just reading fram's comment three-way belt like you don't know marcus <laughs> behave fram behave only in the bedroom fram <laughs> right so uh if you're wanting to be participating in this uh this month's competition the competition will be drawn uh, on Halloween night because we have got a Halloween competition for you. All you have to do is to win some Spilly merchandise, win some Spilly t-shirts, mugs, whatever it is you wanted. All you have to do is simple, carve me a pumpkin. The best carved pumpkin wins, okay? So all you have to do is carve a pumpkin, forward it over to me. If you're wanting to participate, please email your photos over to me at my email address, marcus at spillit.uk, and you will be put into the draw, and 
be in for a chance of winning some spilling merchandise. Right. Whew. There we go. 15 minutes are up. My time has ended. It is now time to bring on Mr. Dan, the moment you've all been waiting for, the very, very, very good friend of mine. It's always nice to have family on. He's not actual family. He's like, I choose my family, so he's family. Um, it's always nice to have family on the show. Can you please give a nice warm welcome, plenty of comments going woo and emojis and all of that lot, all of that, loads of claps as well. Let's do loads of clapping emojis for Mr. Dan. <laughs> How you doing? How you doing? Supping a beer? It's <laughs> getting a lot. Did I catch you off guard? <laughs> yeah. Are you doing all right? Yes, I'm doing very, very, very well. Thank you very much. Uh, we've got plenty of people commenting already. My husband's coming online. I'm so excited. No, no you've got the wrong guy. <laughs> Uh, Emma's giving loads of claps there. We've got Fran. Ask Dan if I'm allowed to nip into the lounge and grab my mankini. It needs to go. <laughs> you know what? What it is, Fran has to be involved. He has to be yeah. involved. I mean, you know, if he ever wanted to be on the show. Go on. <laughs> he's going he's gonna to send a comment saying, yes, I have to be involved. Yeah, probably. Uh, but if he ever wanted to be on the show, then all he has to do is let me know and he can come on. And he can be involved in whatever. Uh, right. So, are you ready for a bit of a grilling? Absolutely. Ours doesn't work. We've got a little bit now. So. <laughs> well, here is your first question from me. The question is on everybody's lips. Who is Dan? <laughs> um, depends who I'm talking to, really. <laughs> it's changed so many times over the years. Um, right, so... Uh, Dan from Preston, as you know, um, I'm a wedding singer, as some people already know, and I used to have a friend called Fran. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, uh, yeah, yeah, so essentially, essentially, I grew up in, uh, in Preston, but went to a school in Garstang, so, you know, down, down the road about half an hour away, if you know it. My mum lived in Garstang, my dad lived in Preston, but I always preferred the city. Uh, after all that, um, I tried to uh, become a musician when I was about 18, 19, like everybody does. Everybody wants to be, you know, either a musician or a fucking astronaut, don't they, or something ridiculous. Or You want to be something my, big. Exactly. Or if you're my daughter, a Pokemon trainer. So, and she's doing really well. We all, to be fair, let's rewind a little bit. We all want to be a Pokemon trainer. Let's not pretend. We are late 80s, 90s kids. <laughs> we all wanted to be Pokemon trainers, let, let's face it. I mean, I would pretty much give up my job now if I could be paid to be a Pokemon trainer. I am, I am a Pokemon trainer. I am a Pokemon trainer. I, um, I used to uh, rip into a lot of people uh, who, who played it over the last few years. Like, nerd! Nerd, but yeah. now I'm hooked on it. I'm absolutely hooked on it. I, I walk around, and every time I take my phone out, I'm, oh, oh, the summit, the summit there, the summit there, and I'm always on it. I think, I think, I actually, um, I wasn't going to talk about Pokemon Go at all, but I think it's a really good, it's a really good uh, network for a lot of people. Actually, it's, yeah, it keeps it's kept everyone busy. 
and it's got everyone to actually go out on walks and find things, and it's it's kind of improved people's fitness levels. And you know, so I'll, I'll it's gotten it. people out of the house, and it's got the thing is, is that getting out of the house and having the walk, and even you know when it's allowed to meet up with friends to even do it and things like that, or just sharing that moment with family or whatnot, um, like for instance, for instance with yourself, your daughter, is is having that positive mental effect as well on your mental health. I love it. I absolutely love it. I love taking Sky out as well, do it. My, my daughter, by the way, to people who don't know. Um, and I think she's watching. So, hi, Sky. Uh, she is. So, Sky shouted, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, and then, and then we'll go out. We'll keep fit by doing a big walk, and then we'll go over and we'll have loads of beer and donuts. So, it's great. And she has, she has more beer than I do. So, <laughs> so um, let's talk about... Um, the, the idea that you had that you wanted to be uh, part of a band or in yeah. a band or, you know, have a band or whatnot, uh, whatever the terminology is. Um, how did that go for you? So when I was probably 15, 16, um, I actually got into rock music, ironically. There was a couple of moshes at my school. At, uh, moshes. I haven't heard that term, term in ages. Moshes. Yeah. And uh, we, were, we were friends and they'd come round to the house and they'd start playing uh, Nirvana and Blink-182 on, on cassettes. And we're talking like 2002, 2003, quite a while ago. And the more I listened, because I started listening to take the mickey out of them. But the more I listened, I got well into it. I loved it. Um, and then I realised that I wanted to be a bit like him. Maybe not Kurt Cobain. I didn't want to be like him. But... <laughs> <laughs> so as I got older, I started learning uh, different, you know, instruments and uh, learning, trying to sing. Um, and I played in a couple of college bands. I didn't really do anything with it. But when I was 18, 19, uh, I got a phone call off a, a couple of friends who were, were already in a band called Better Left Alone, which um, were quite well known around Preston. Um He's still called Point Man Town in my phone. Brilliant. <laughs> they were they were they were quite well known in Preston already, and uh, they said, "Look, our guitarist has left. We'd love for you to 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 come in uh, and join." Nick, the guy who finally rang me, actually thought I died. He legitimately, <laughs> yeah, yeah, because I moved I moved to Garstang for a good while. Uh, didn't keep in contact with anyone. And that was it. They were just like, oh, I actually think he's dead. Because I didn't have social media or anything back then. Right. You know, nothing like that. Different phones. And I never went to Preston. Um, so I started that. And I went and met everyone. And they all had their friends and, and you know, all the people there with them. What have you. I met them on uh, Avenham Park, I think it might have been. And I was walking over. And I thought, right, time to impress. Time to impress. Here we go. And there was this little fence in front of where they all were. And I went to jump over it be all like, yeah, this is cool, this. And I got my foot caught and I went absolutely flat on my face. And it was the first time that I'd met quite a few of them. And then I thought, right, well, this is going to go either way, mate. I'm going to get kicked out straight away or, or, uh, or it's going to be great. And in the end, it was. In the end, it was. We, uh, we set to work on making different music. We, we got to record with some of the best producers in the world. Uh, a guy called John Mitchell down in Outhouse Studios in Reading who's recorded. Wow. 
Yumi at six, Young Guns, Don Broco. Um, we ended up being able to play with the likes of Don Broco, uh, Young Guns, Funeral for a Friend. And it was it was some of the best times of my life. I mean, we were brushing our teeth outside a harvester, outside the back of a van, you know, and then we were sleeping in the van for a couple of days and we had no money and what have you. But we were travelling up and down the country and it's it's something that I'd, I'd never forget. I couldn't do it again. I couldn't do it again. I'm too old. I need my bed when I come home. As soon as I finish work, <laughs> that's it. Um, go to bed. So, obviously, so obviously, you said um, earlier that you were you had this idea in your head that you wanted to be part of the band and all this stuff, and then you got luckily got part of the, the, this group, uh, Better Left Alone. What was the feeling like? When you found out, obviously, how big this was getting, was there any expectation that it was going to get big? Was you know what what was going through your head at the time? Um, because I was quite young, you know, I was early twenties, you know, twenty, you know, if that. Um, I kind of took everything as gospel. So no matter what people were saying, I believed it. So we'd had record companies get in contact and say, "You're going to be this. You're going to be that." you're going to be the next big thing. And we believed it because I wouldn't say delusions of grandeur, but I'd say uh, naive. Naive. Looking back, I would take a whole different approach. But at the time, I thought, wow, this is going to be it for us. It's going to be amazing. Because we had videos on the likes of Kerrang! and uh, Scuzz, when Scuzz was on. And we were in Kerrang! magazine. And even one time, uh, if, do you remember a... Uh, Andrew WK, yes, Where that guy. <laughs> well, he uh, reviewed our EP. Wow! Uh, yeah, and he called us. He said we're the shepherd's pie of rock music. And to me, <laughs> he loves shepherd's pie, so I'll drink to that. I think that's wonderful. That's brilliant. Absolutely yeah. brilliant. That 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 is a memory that you'll just you know ne- you never forget. You never forget. So and, good. So what yeah. what happened with Better Left Alone then? <clears throat> so every tour we did progressed. So the first tour we did up and down the country, we were playing to not very many people. We were sleeping in the van. We weren't be able to afford anything. And then the next one, we were able. Yeah, we can get we can get a hotel for a couple of nights, or we can stay at people's houses. Uh, we can even have a night out. This, that, and the other. And as that progressed, it started getting better and better. And then kind of one night, we we had this, the end of our last, very last tour together, everything just fell apart. But we never fell out as friends. Everything just fell apart. And I remember in in our group at the time, it just kind of said, look, I can't do this anymore. That was it. I can't do this anymore. And then as soon as that happened there was this sudden bump of reality. I thought, wow, it's like I'm, I'm, I'm 24 years of age, 25 I think I was, 24, 25. Um, and like, what am I going to do with my life? Yeah. What am I going to do with my life? You know, I've got, I've, uh, I was I was back living with uh, my, my dad at the time. I was just on the process of moving out. Um, you know, I, I had a daughter and, I had a part-time job when I was when I was back home, and, and 
it, it was like it was like wow and it, and it just literally all of a sudden everything went from okay this is great to absolutely nothing like literally in about five seconds wow. yeah and so explain your head your headset your your, your mindset at, at that point so obviously you've gone so far obviously with the with the highs and then suddenly low um, what what was that like? Um, well, at the time, because I was in the process of moving in with with my friends, and I ended up living with them for for six years, uh, five years. Um, in the in, in the end, I've even moved out and moved back in again. So that kind of on a day to day basis kept me busy. Um, I was progressing with my daughter Sky as well as, as, as things were going along. Um, so things around me were keeping me busy. But at that moment, everything was, right, you dr your dream's over. Your dream's over. That's it. You know, you, you're in your mid-20s. By that point, a lot of musicians ha have either made it or they haven't. And we just had this realisation that, you know, no, we, we haven't. We haven't made it at all. So... Everything or every every amount of effort, time, money that I put into since I was 17, 18, uh, it, it, it ruined me in a sense for, for a good while. But, but I was kept busy, you know. I yeah. think busy, keeping busy is, is the thing that gets you through anything else because if you sat if you sat in, without trying to get too dark, if you sat in your room and you sat there and, you, and all you're thinking is everything bad that's going on, you can't look forward to the better things mm. that are ahead of you. And in the end, I'm very, I'm, I'm glad that it didn't work out because I've got a fantastic relationship with my daughter. Absolutely fantastic. And dare I say it, I don't think it would have been if I'd have gone down that route. Yeah. Do you know, do you know what I mean? Because I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be home a lot and, and I want to be. And, I know she's watching, and I'll, I know I'll, uh, I'll call her names when I see her. But I do, I do love her. I love her more than anything in the world. So, I, looking back, I'm glad that it fell apart. Yeah, that happens. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, so obviously, you're, so you, you're in that mindset. Obviously, there's, there's quite dark all this. Look, obviously, you've kind of lost this dream, if you will. Um, you talked briefly, obviously, about your daughter. And you're wanting to be there and all that. Was that the driver for you? Was that the thing that got you through it, or did, well, how did you get through this? Yeah, the older I got, most definitely, most definitely, because you start realizing things, and you start uh, you start thinking, "Wow, like this this child that I've got, she's she's growing up into this this wonderful, wonderful woman. Like she really is amazing." So. Uh, it's not hindsight, it's more you do things and you realise later on you're glad you did. And, of course, she, she's a driving force in absolutely everything. And, and I do want to be the best uh, dad to her as I can possibly be because my dad to me, he died two years ago tomorrow, actually. Um, he was incredible, like an incredible dad. And I couldn't ask for anything better. So if I can somehow replicate that with my daughter i'll be i'll be a very very successful man you don't need don't need, don't need money to be 
to be successful. You know what I mean? Well, sorry to hear about your dad, obviously. I know that, uh, I mean, we're close anyway, so obviously all of that. Um, but for those at home, um, you know, it, that was a really tough time for you, wasn't it? It was. It was, actually, because it was so sudden. Um, he rang me on the Wednesday night and I looked at it. I thought, oh, bloody hell, I'll ring you back in a bit because I, I just had a really long day at work. I was knackered. It was the middle of the week. I thought, I just want to go off and go to bed. Just a really bad day. And, he, and, he, and he, uh, yeah, he left me a missed call. And then um, I got a phone call off his partner at about three o'clock in the morning. And I just knew because there's no other reason why she would have called me. You know, not at that time anyway. There's just no other reason. So, and I just knew. And I answered the phone. And I said, what's happened? And she told me. And um, uh, he, he'd had a heart attack. He had a heart attack. Like, literally just there. The, the guy was probably the strongest and fittest man that I've ever known. Uh, growing up, he was always into weightlifting. He was a really good fighter. He was a really good boxer. And a lot of people knew him in Preston. An awful lot. Of, and outside of Preston, an awful lot of people knew him. And he literally, just out of nowhere, just had a heart attack. And that was it. So we, uh, I, drove, I drove up there thinking that he's going to going to be sat in his uh, in bed reading a newspaper saying, all right, son, I've had an heart attack. But no, he had wires coming out of him. He had, uh, I don't want to go into too much detail, yeah, but yeah. it really wasn't nice. It was it was very, very surreal. And then uh, we were there every day for about 10 days and he was going going up and down. And then um, we got, got a phone call to basically say that, you know, you're going to have to come and say goodbye. But by the time I got there, because it was an hour away, it was an hour's drive, he'd already died. So I didn't even get to say bye. Like, he, you know, I, I missed I missed that missed call off him. And then he'd already died by the time I got there. So, um, but the, the response I had after it was fantastic. So many messages off people, so many. Like, for example, I go and get my hair cut a few weeks later. And the hairdresser was talking to his mate, saying, bloody hell, did you hear fucking Mick Mongan died last week? And I'm sat there, and I didn't say anything, just in case it could have been something bad. And uh, and they were going, oh, yeah, what a guy, what a guy, this, that, and the other. And I heard that of so many people. And even when I went back to work, nobody knew that he was my dad. And they were sat around going, can't believe Mick's dead. And I was like, that was that's my dad. And they were like, and they put two and two together and thought, wow. And uh, yeah, it was, it was it was very, very emotional. It still is, and it always will be. But knowing what people thought of him makes it so much better. So much better. You, um, from obviously, from knowing you out uh, like anyway, during that time, you were, you were doing a lot of things about mental health and stuff like that. Like, like a lot of your posts and statuses because uh, obviously I follow you uh, were about how like men's mental health and things like that so you know we won't we won't stay within this subject but what kind of obviously because you've been through it you've, you've got you've got the first hand experience if you will what advice would you give to somebody who might be suffering badly with depression or struggling with their mental health because of a loss of a loved one um, what, what, what advice would you give to them I'm terrible at advice anyway, but I just I just say surround yourself with people 
that are going to make you better. I surrounded myself with people that were all about them and they were very, it wasn't good and it just makes you feel worse. So realize the people that you've got to push you forward and keep you going and stick with those people. Because at the end of the day, you definitely need people around you. I don't care what anyone says. You always need somebody around you. And if it's the wrong person, it can make you feel so much worse. So just fire them off. I mean, the general process of things is kids are always supposed to, or kids, I'm 32, but kids are always supposed to lose their parents. You know, that, that's, the, that's the grand scheme of things. And when it happens, even though it's already, even though it's happened millions of times to everybody, it happens to everybody pretty much, you always think that you're the only one going through it. It's okay to, to think like that. It's absolutely okay to think like that because once you kind of realize that, okay, right, I've, I've grieved a bit, I've done the whole, I've got mad, I've got angry, I've got upset, this, that, and the other, then you can start to, uh, what's the word, process things a bit more. Accept, accept what's going on. Yeah. Because the biggest, the biggest problem people have is denial, I suppose. They don't really realize, they don't really accept what's going on. So they push it to the back of the mind and think, all right, it doesn't matter. And then it just snowballs and gets worse. So accept what's going on. Surround yourself with people that are going to make you feel better. And crack on. Crack on. Because at the end of the day, the world doesn't stop spinning. Life keeps going. Definitely. So, uh, so moving away from um, this, this subject, let's move. Let, let's put it, <laughs> moving on to something more positive. It's um, when already hub day, Marcus. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> um, so with... With regards to obviously the band and obviously you've got, you know, we, we talked about mental health. What are you doing now? Like, what, what, what are we doing? Well, at the start of, um, I don't want to say COVID, I'll call it the global bastard. At the start of the global bastard, uh, I moved back in with my mum. Uh, I have a bit of time up there. She lived out in the middle of nowhere. It was, it was fantastic. So, better bit of time there. I was on furlough from work. Um, the wedding band stuff, which I'll, I'll get onto, had basically dried up because every inquiry and booking we had had to cancel. So I thought, right, okay, well, I'll spend a bit of time working on myself physically, mentally, get myself into a good kind of routine and maybe try learn a few new things, a few new crafts, you know, just, just become a better person. Anyway, that didn't happen. I just got pissed and, and had donuts and, uh, and cookies every night. So I played games <laughs> for ages. Um, but the the wedding the wedding uh, band scenario. This has actually been going for quite a while. Um, probably eighteen months, maybe. And we was working on on word of mouth. So we, initially, I got uh, a message saying. I really like you singing, you playing just from a, a, a video I put on Facebook. Uh, I need someone for my wedding. Will you play it? And I said, Yeah, absolutely, I'd love to. Um, and the and I asked I asked the person, 
do you want a full band or just acoustic? Because I've got both. And she said, full band would be great. Anyway, I didn't have a full band. I was bluffing about that. It just thought it made it look better. So I quickly had to get a band together. Um, and I picked three of the, you know, some of the best guys that I know. Um, and we set to work and got it, got it sorted. Ended up having a great time. Really, really enjoyed it. It was fantastic. Uh, we actually got paid extra to stay on for a couple more hours. Uh, there we are. There we are right there. <laughs> got, got paid on to, to stay a couple of extra hours. Uh, me and the uh, other guitarist, uh, Jamie, who now plays bass, um, got paid. Uh, they paid for us to have a hotel for the night. So we went out on the lash with them afterwards. And it was wonderful. And from that, we got another inquiry. And from that one, we got another inquiry. And it, it, it happened a few times. And we thought, wonderful, right, okay, next thing. Let's get a bit of social media going. Let's get an Instagram page. By the way, at the Night Do Band on Instagram. Go and have a look. Thank you. Bit of plug in there. Bit of plug in. And um, it, went, it went from there. So we had promo pictures done, you know, a few, a few videos put up. And we had quite a few inquiries coming in. Um, they mainly came to my private uh, messenger because um, – it was. I, I don't. I don't know if people prefer to to get in contact with the singer or just something a bit more personal. I don't know. I don't know. Um, and the last function we did was, was the beginning of March or the end of February. It was just before everything locked down, and we played at the Garstang Golf Club for a lovely little girl called uh, Pippa, who sadly died of uh, a brain tumor. Very, wow. very. She was. She was four, I believe. Um, she's a lovely, lovely girl. The entire, the entire family, absolutely lovely family, and got asked about playing for them for the night. I said, "Yeah, absolutely." And, and they said, "How much do you want to get paid?" We said, "It's a charity thing. We'd love to do it for free. It'd be, it'd be wonderful." Um, and then, so that was the last do that we played, and we went there. We set up. We played. It was unbelievable. Like we sang, we sang, we sang "Frozen," "Let It Go" as the final song, and one of the guys came out dressed as Olaf. And my own mother was actually there, and she was so pissed to the point <laughs> to drive her home at about three o'clock in the morning and firemen's lift her up up the stairs into her bedroom. Bless oh, her. Oh God, blotto, absolutely done. It was wonderful. I loved it, um, and that was the last one we did. And we thought, right, okay. It's getting better. It's getting better. Like the more everyone's loving it, they're enjoying it. And then whatever happened, the global bastard kicked him. And then all of a sudden, yet again, it's gone from there to nothing. But this time, it was out of control. So, so, so fell off from work, moved into my mum's for a bit, and then I moved back in to Preston last week because my mum yesterday decided to move to France. Oh wow! Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, what? Are, so, what are the plans for the band now? So, obviously, uh, weddings can obviously they're starting to open up a little bit, or are you just staying completely clear away from that for the time being? Well, I want to get straight back into it. I really, really do. I think if if people, I've got my own views on on this whole this whole. Thing. I've got my own views and I won't go into them because I'll be here for hours but 
I, th I think the world kind of needs to start getting back to how it used to be in a certain way. Otherwise, the longevity of problems is going to be massive. Mm -hmm. You know, the world the world's just going to suffer for years and years and years to come because it, it the knock on effects will be will be sublime, absolutely yeah. sublime. So, I think if you, if you just follow 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 the rules. You know, be safe and, and, and just try your best to, to, to limit any, you know, contact, then I don't see why weddings can't go ahead, why wedding entertainment can't go ahead, because it's not just me. A lot of people are losing their jobs over this. People who are entertaining, you know, DJs and, and um, you know, people who, who do like wedding kind of – you get people who do like wedding speeches, emceeing, they call it um, – and people are losing their jobs left, right, and centre over it. So, I think definitely we should just just get back into it. Just get back into it. Yeah, definitely. People might think I'm wrong, and that that's absolutely fine. And I'm not going to argue with anyone. That's just my my view on it. And we're all entitled to our own views. Um, and we all have our own views during obviously this time and what's going on, and you know how it all sits with people. And that's the joy of. You know, the world that we, that we live in today, in 2020, where we are able to voice our opinions because they are our opinions. So we have got to round about the end of the show. Um, is there anything that you haven't had the chance to talk about that you would like to talk about now? <laughs> to be honest, uh, no, not really, because I talk too much as it is. And I feel like I've just completely rabbited on. Uh, I just want to say, I want to say thank you for, for having me on. Uh, I think it's been wonderful. It's wonderful chatting to you because I know we've not done, you know, a video chat or face face or anything for a long time. Uh, I wish you all the luck in the world with this. this, this oh, thank you. You seem to be doing absolutely fantastic with it. Uh, and keep it, keep it up, man. Absolutely keep it up. Well, there's cool. plenty in the pipeline as well. There's, there's plenty coming up. Um, some big people coming on the show uh, over the next few weeks and months. So, yeah. It's, it's too, and the thing is that I enjoy doing this. And, you know, we're going to lead into something like one of your quotes shortly. And I, I won't step on your toes with that one. But it, it's a passion of mine. And you have to you have to kind of, you know, go through that. Follow your, follow your dreams, follow your passions, etc. Right, well, I give my guests the opportunity to give a quote, and it should be something that they live by, stand by, believe in, could be something that they've heard that just really resonates with them, could be something that's made up, um, completely your choice, but it should be something that people should take away from this episode. Um, what would that quote be? <laughs> well, the quote is actually from the best, the best TV show I've ever seen in my life, called Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Oh, and, the quote, <laughs> and the quote is from season two, Angelus, and he says, without passion, we'd truly be dead. Yeah. And the reason behind it is more relevant now because the government have come out and said, anyone in the arts can train and get a new job. But without the arts, you wouldn't have Buffy the Vampire Slayer. You wouldn't have movies. You wouldn't have talk shows like this. You wouldn't have musicians. The arts is an integral, incredible part of the world. And if people are being told to retrain 
and do something completely different, that passion has been taken away from them. And Definitely. we were truly the best. Yeah. yeah. I think, um, so what I'm going to quickly do, um, just because there is just a slight bit of feedback um, from, from one of our ends. So I'm going to mute you for a second while I read out this quote. So um, the, the quote that, that Danny has, that, has, that he's given is from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. And, you know, the, the without passion would be truly dead is obviously the, 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 the crescendo of the quote. I wanted to read out the full quote because it does, the words to this quote are phenomenal. Joss Whedon is the best person at writing um, and all of that. And we're going to get into that next week. Stay tuned. Um, but here is, here is the quote, the, the full quote. Passion, it lies in all of us, sleeping, waiting, and though unwanted, unbidden, it will stir, open its jaws and howl. It speaks to us, guides us. Passion rules us all, and we obey. What other choice do we have? Passion is the source of our finest moments, the joy of love, the clarity of hate, the ecstasy of grief. It hurts sometimes more than we can bear. If we could live without passion, maybe we'd know some kind of peace, but we would be hollow, empty rooms, shuttered and dank. Without passion, we'd be truly dead. And I just think that, that quote is just phenomenal. We all, we all get angry, we all get upset, we all have these emotions and that's fueled through passion. And sometimes it would be easier just to take them emotions away and take away that passion, take away that drive. Like, as Danny had said, the, the government are trying to do with the, with the arts, for instance, by saying they retrain, retrain. You, don't, you, you know, you should be in a different field. doesn't matter about the arts. They're taking away that passion. And as Danny said, this quote, this ending part, without passion, we'd be truly dead. That is so relevant right now, especially with the arts. We need to go out, we need to support, we need to do anything that we can do to keep the arts alive. Um, but also, from a personal perspective, have the passion, live that passion. Let that passion be a fire in your belly to drive yourself forward, to do what you want to do, to do what you believe in, and to become a stronger version and a better version of you. I'm going to unmute you now. <laughs> Wait. I'm back. Yeah. No, you've you've hit hit nail on the head there, mate. Nail on the head. Well done. Thank you. Um, so a question from Becca. Uh, where do you see yourself in five years' time? Where do you want to be? Hint, married to me. Um, in five years' time, I hope to... To be honest, I, I hope to just keep doing what I'm doing. Keep doing what you're doing. I, I want to get this the, the wedding trail, the wedding singing. Um, I won't get married to you, Becca, but if you do get married, I'll happily sing at your wedding. How's you that? How's that? She's looking for wedding singers, but, don't, uh, but I don't think you can accommodate as the lead singer is the group. <laughs> I think she's had more beers than I have. Um, I, I, don't, I honestly don't know where I see myself in five years' time because I don't look that far ahead. I take every day as it is. Uh, I don't really plan. Uh, I don't plan. I don't plan for anything. I'm literally just in the moment type guy. So if I'm still still healthy, still got my friends, still got my family, I'm good. 
I'm good. I'll always be good. Good. <laughs> uh, so, where can people find you? <laughs> uh, Fullwood, Harrison Road. <laughs> no, um, uh, I'm on, uh, well, the band uh, is on Instagram at the Night Do Band. It's the only um, form of social media that we've got because Instagram is just it's just fantastic for, for things like that. So we, we, we use that. Um, if you want to look at my Instagram where I have uh, videos up of just me, just me being, just me singing, pret- pretending I'm good um, and doing that, then it's at the night, Dan, D-A-N-N. Um, but yeah, apart from that, I don't really want to be found. <laughs> um, Brilliant. Well, that does take us to the end of the show. Have you enjoyed it? Wonderful, mate. I've had a great time. Thank you so much. Brilliant. Uh, I'm going to mute you again while I do my uh, my ending part. Won't be a second. So, guys, that is the end of the show. Thank you so much for everybody that's come on, for everybody that's shared and commented and liked and asked questions and all of that lot. It has been an absolutely amazing episode. Next week's show, we have... Next week's show, we have Hush. Is the episode Hush, which is from season four of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, where me and a few others, like five others, are all going to do a deep dive episode, uh, Buffy Watch. Yeah, a Buffy Watch. It's a little watch party. We're going to call, call it a Buffy Watch. So we are doing a Buffy Watch on the episode Hush. There may or may not be a little bit of a special something or other that I may have cooked up, but there you go. Uh, so yeah, we've got the episode Hush coming up for next week. And... Next week, there is also one special, for now, one special episode on Halloween night called This Is Halloween. And we will be having a special guest coming on the show to give us a bit of a Halloween scary story-esque thing, which is going to be absolutely epic too. So make sure you tune in for that on Halloween night. The details will be posted out this weekend. Um, We've already talked about Hush. Don't need that one a bit. If you want to find me, then all you have to do is go onto Facebook and you can search for Marcus Wright. That's M-I-R-C-U-S-W-R-I-G-H-T. You can find me on uh, on Facebook here. And you can also find me on Instagram at Spilly underscore Marcus. I also, when I'm not doing this, I also run a dance exercise class at www.facebook.com forward slash dance X Preston. I've spelled Preston wrong there. It has a P. That's incorrect, but it's Preston. Let me quickly change that. There we go. That's better. So it's at www.facebook.com forward slash dance X Preston. We have continued all the way through lockdown. We do Facebook lives every single week so people at home can still Come along to the dance sessions, and it's free. Um, if you're doing the live, obviously. If you're coming along, I'm going to charge you. Um, but there you go. So it is uh, uh, facebook.com forward slash dancexpreston. I am also streaming this via YouTube. And you can find me uh, on www.youtube.com forward slash M4RCUSLEE. And you can, if you are on uh, YouTube, please subscribe. I'm trying to build my subscribers up. I've got like three at the minute. Uh, I would like more. And if you use Twitch, I am now streaming officially via Twitch. And you can find me at www.twitch.tv. No, that should be forward slash spill underscore it underscore Marcus. You can find me on Twitch. And if you use Twitch, please subscribe to me on there as well. I'm trying to build my channel up. Do it, guys. Do it for me. You're supposed to love me. Do it. 
And if you want to contact me at Spill It, whether that be for your Halloween uh, picture or you want to get in touch and order a T-shirt, let me bring that T-shirt up for you one more time, you can get a hashtag SuckThatDick uh, T-shirt or a hashtag EveryoneIsGay T-shirt and you can get those... <laughs> Dan's shaking his head. Well, you can get one of those and also just drop anything. And if you want to be part of Agony Funkle and you want to send something out to me, a bit, of, a bit of advice, then all you have to do is email me at marcus at spillit.uk. Speaking of, I forgot to ask Dan this one. So before we go, Dan, I'm going to unmute you when I've read this out. We had an Agony Funkle message come through from Doris, and I would like to give... Doris, some, you, I want you to give Doris some uh, some final advice. I've given mine, which is basically, fuck them. Um, so this is Doris's question. I've had a problem with uh, someone at work. since uh, She's since left, but she is still messaging me and speaking to other members of staff behind my back, causing animosity between myself and other co-workers. She's younger than me and more than, uh, more than a little childish. She has a problem but won't come to me directly to handle it and just calls me names and tries underhand tactics how should i best handle this situation without compromising my position at work right well doris i've actually got the perfect thing here for you i'm just going to take my uh, yeah, yeah. what i do is i get yourself a cutout of danny devito <laughs> because anyone, anyone who's got a life-size danny devito doesn't have problems they just don't have problems. And it's life-size as well. Look <laughs> at that. That's actually how tall Danny DeVito is in person. That is hilarious. I didn't even know that. Go on, Doris. Get yourself one of these bad lads. You won't go wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Sound advice. Sound advice. Right, guys. If you have liked tonight's show... Please like and follow the Facebook page. We are a growing community. Uh, we've got guests coming on from left, right and centre. It is such a safe community here as well. And all we are trying to do is spread a little positive joy. So if you are liking this and you want to see other videos, last week, for instance, we had Nathan Henry from Geordie Shaw. He was on the episode uh, talking about coming out and the LGBTQ plus community and mental health and all of that lot. We are going from strength to strength and getting bigger and bigger with every single week. So if you are wanting to watch more of the episodes, then all you have to do is like and follow the page and you can see every episode. I mean, we're on, ep what, what did I say? Episode 18? Yeah. We're on episode 18 now. And if you are wanting to wa watch all of the past episodes, just like and follow the page. We're asking, what's that, sorry? Black Claire Kramer. Can't wait for her. I cannot wait for her. I absolutely, she was the best villain in Buffy by by far. Yeah. She was unbelievable. So, for those who are watching who haven't seen the posts, I have got Claire Kramer, who uh, is on Buffy the Vampire Slayer, who was on Buffy the Vampire Slayer as the big bad, Glorificus, or Glory for sure. She is coming on the show. And also, we have got the infamous, famous, legendary drag queen, Sherry Vine, who is going to be coming on the show. The original, the OG drag queen on YouTube, the massive YouTube star. She's coming on the show as well. Brilliant. Guys, it, it's getting so, so big. If you're wanting to be part of the show, and you want to come on and just talk about whatever you want to talk about, come and let me know. Leanne's asked, where can we get the T-shirts from again? Uh, if it's my T-shirt, email me. 
which is one of these ones. Um, there we go. One of these ones. If it's one of these ones that you want, email me. If it's not one of these ones and it's one of these ones, walk up gay again and sounds gay, I'm in. All you have to do for those is to go to www.thtsoundsgay.com. That sounds gay.com. Um, and type in M4RCUS Elder Belief at 30% off. Right. If there are any more questions, guys, please feel free to put them in the comments box. Dan and I can go through them after the show. But get in touch if you'd like to be on the show or if you want one of my T-shirts. £15, exclusive offer just for you guys. Right. Thank you so much for joining, guys. I will see you all next time. Bye for now.